Alright, what up, what up, what up? This is Dean from the Dean's List. And we are on secret number eight. The Epiphany Bridge script. Uh, the segment before this was the Heroes 2 Journey. Uh, the Heroes 2 Journeys. And um, the Epiphany Bridge. Um, it kind of... This is the Epiphany Bridge script. Is the name of this secret. And the Epiphany Bridge script kind of pulls the Heroes... You know through that journey um, I'm going to tell you how Russell words it I'm going to read the first paragraph Um, now that you understand the concept of the Epiphany Bridge and you've also seen the structure of the Heroes 2 Journeys we have everything we need to start creating powerful Epiphany Bridge stories the Epiphany Bridge script follows a similar path as the Heroes 2 Journeys but he built it in a way that makes telling your stories very simple um, he has the, the actual um, image of stick figures in the, uh, you know, the actual Epiphany Bridge script. He says, I have this on my desk and I use it at all times when I'm telling my stories. Uh, you'll be telling a lot of stories, so mastering this script will be one of the most important things you could ever do. Uh, let me jump in and show you how it works. An Epiphany Bridge story has eight core sections that pull you through the hero's two journeys. Um, I have a question that goes with each section, and answering each question actually creates the story for me. I will go into more depth. All right, so he'll go into more depth on some of these, but here's what they are. These are the eight. Um, all right, so the backstory. What is the backstory that gives you, that gives us the vested interest in the journey? Uh, your desires is number two. What is, what is it you want to accomplish? All right. So A, the external. What is the external struggle you're dealing with? B, internal. What is the internal struggle you're dealing with? All right. So number three, the wall. What was the wall or problem you hit within the current opportunity that started you on this new journey? Number four, the epiphany. What was the epiphany you experienced in in new opportunity you discovered? Number five, the plan. What was the plan you created to achieve your desire? Number six, the conflict. What was the conflict? Uh, what conflict did you experience along the way? Number seven is the achievement. What was your end result? And number eight is transformation. What was the transformation you experienced? Um, Now he goes on some more to, uh, he digs deeper into all these. He breaks these down in depth in this this chapter. Um, But he adds a bunch of other stuff here that that is really good. For many years, uh, for many of you, the outline of these questions will be enough to give you the framework to tell any story but I want to dig a little deeper into each question so you have a really clear understanding on how to answer those questions alright and so the backstory is the first one what is what is your backstory that gives us the vested interest in your journey um let's see you know he talks about going back in time go back go back to the beginning and what gave you the epiphany most good stories start with the backstory. For an epiphany bridge, that means remembering where you were before you had the aha moment. You know, so go back, 
to that time and place. Remember the circumstances that caused you to start on your journey. Usually, this backstory starts at about the same point where your listener is in their life right now. They desire the same results. That's why you must come down from the positioning of an expert and return to the beginning where you were struggling with the same thing that they're struggling with. All right, and the next one is your desires. What is it you want to accomplish? You know, in, in, um, when you created your plot statement, you learned about the three foundational elements of every good story, character, desire, and conflict. Here's where you talk about what it is that you desire the most. What most people miss is there are almost always two types of struggles keeping them from their desire the most. The surface struggle, which is the external struggles. And more importantly and deeper is the internal struggles. And your listeners, you know, that you and your listeners are experiencing. Alright, so I'm not going to go through all these. I'm not reading this book word for word, but the other one is, uh, the next one is, what is the external struggle you're dealing with? Um, I'd like to get an example. I think he gives an example. But uh, the external struggle is what drives the journey of accomplishment. The hero's first journey. It's tied to your desire and usually based on one of the goals you learned about earlier to win, to retrieve, to escape, or to stop. People are usually willing to share their external struggles. I'm trying to lose weight. Um, I can't give up carbs. I want to start my own company, but I just can't find the time. But these are rarely real issues that they're dealing with. To find out the true cause of their pain You need to dig deeper and share the internal conflicts. And that's where the next question comes in. What is the internal struggle that they're dealing with? um, Most people never talk about them. But when when they hear you get vulnerable and expose what you really struggle with, the audience will form an almost instant connection with you. When, you, when you're trying to get to someone's internals, or at least yours or, or anybody else's, when you're trying to get to the internal struggle, you start asking why. Like, for example, if someone tells you they want to lose weight, you say, why? And they say, because I want to be healthy. Well, why? Because I have three kids and I want to, you know, keep up with them. Well, why? Because I, you know, by 5 p.m. every day, I'm dead tired and all I want to do is lay on the couch. Well, why? Because I don't want people to think I'm a bad mom or bad dad. Notice that the first few reasons are almost always tied to status. Um, Why? Because I want my kids to know I love them. Why? Because I never knew whether my mom loved me or not. Boom. Notice that that's, this one is tied to love. Or if someone wants to make money, ask why. So I can get a bigger house and my wife can quit her job. Why? So that I can provide a better life for my family. Why? Because my kids are in daycare and I really think that they should be home with their mom. Why? Because my definition of a successful family is having my wife stay home with the kids. Why? Why is that important? Because my mom was home for me when I came home from school and I I want that for my kids too. 
because people may think I'm a bad father if I can't provide, you know, this this way for them. Notice status reason. Why? Because I want my kids to love me and look up to me. There it is again. The internal struggle is not that they want to make money. It's that they want their kids and spouse to love them. They want love, security, and status. He goes deep into this, man. You gotta get this book. I'm not gonna read any more of that. Um, on the one thing at the end of this little part of this, he talks about where Michael Haig, um, he was the guy that they, uh, he was the guy that the script people, the Hollywood people, always talk to about story and about, you know, their scripts and stuff. And Michael Haig said that the internal journey is all about the death of our identity and the rebirth of our essence. Our internal struggles are about us holding on to these things that we're attached to, such as love, our status, our identity. If you took away all those things, what is left would be your essence. Realizing that your kids love you no matter what, and that others don't really care about your status that much, that is the essence of happiness. I love that chap that 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 paragraph. So while we want our hero to achieve his journey, it's important that he becomes someone different along the way. That he's been, you know, that he has been a uh, there has been a death of his internal struggle and a rebirth of something more. All right, and the next one is the wall. What was the wall or problem you hit within the current opportunity to start you on this new journey? goes in deep on that the epiphany what was the epiphany you experienced and new opportunity you discovered you know for me the wall was I needed another you know what I mean I I, I uh, well even back further let's go back I'm gonna I'll put this in my context real quick my backstory was you know I was a painter who broke his foot and needed to find a way to make money um, you know what was uh, my desire what is it I wanted to accomplish? I wanted to accomplish a new way to earn money without having to use my body in, in physically, you know, physical labor. I was a painter by trade, so I wanted to change that. I wanted to start earning money online. What was the, etern- the external struggle? Um, the external struggle, mine was, uh, number one, I, uh, I didn't have knowledge of how to use the computer. I didn't have knowledge of marketing. I didn't know nothing about the internet. Um, my internal struggle was I didn't think I could do it. Um, scared to fail. You know, stuff like that. Um, you know, and then the wall that I hit was exactly that. I didn't, you know, I didn't know how to use a computer. I was computer illiterate when I started this. And uh, I've never, you know, did very little marketing. Uh, maybe ran an ad here or there for my for my painting business, but um, then the epiphany I had was that uh, using click funnels and sales funnels was definitely going to be the way to earn the money. Definitely going to be what's going to transform me and get the training I needed after I learned how to use the computer. Then the next one that we haven't talked about yet is the plan. What was the plan you created to achieve your desire? Um, 
what is the plan, and then what are the steps you took to get to your goals. Well, I, I, I followed everybody I could on that, that worked with ClickFunnels. I studied them and what they do. I went to Funnel Hacking Live. I took the One Funnel Away Challenge twice and uh, learned how to build funnels on ClickFunnels. The conflict, with the conflict you experienced along the way. Now, he goes into this and talks about, they usually call this the point of no return. Here something happens where they must either decide to go back to their old life or burn the boats and keep moving. And at this point, that's where I'm at. I've had, uh, I got too much time vested in this and I know it's the, uh, it's the right way to go. And I know it works for other people and I know I can do it. So um, I've burnt the boats and I'm going all in. Not that I wasn't already, but um, that was my, uh, that was my, my conflict. You know, because I know I can make money painting. But ultimately, I know that starting a business, creating funnels and learning how to use uh, sales funnels to earn money is ultimately going to elevate us to a completely different status of living. Uh, financially, um, spiritually, it'll, it'll give me what's needed in order to let my wife quit her job and stay home with, with our daughter. This is where you take the step of faith out into the dark only to find that there's a light just a little further ahead. Uh, Most people are so scared of executing on an idea, an aha or an epiphany that they never move forward. In spite of all these reasons, you may have said no in the past, but this time it's different. This is when the desire shifts from should to must. You move from, I should lose weight, to I must lose weight. I should start a business, to I must start a business. Uh, In your story, while you're telling your story, um, they will see you as someone who successfully took a stand and shifted from should to must. And you will inspire them to do the same. Describe to them the moment you made that shift. The moment you made the shift, including how it felt inside. They discover the journey isn't as easy as they had assumed in the beginning. And that's where I'm at as well. I I discovered it's not as easy just to pop up a funnel and all will be well and they will come and buy. You know, I've built a couple funnels and failed a couple times. So I got to build a couple more. Describe the major setback and conflict you experienced that made you feel like all was lost. But then there was a glimmer of light. One last way you can accomplish your goal. You alter your plan and you go for one last push. That was the conflict, I believe. That was all conflict. Um, I read most of that. The next one is the achievement. What was your end result? Your achievement. Um, And then the last one is what was your transformation uh, that you experienced? That's the script for writing the Epiphany Bridge story. We've covered a lot here, so I can understand the power behind each section, the Epiphany Bridge story, but remember that the stories are simple by nature. And he goes down through that all those questions again. Uh, he talks a little more about your origin, Epiphany Bridge story. As I'm sure you can tell so far, each character builds on itself. 
Each chapter builds on itself, rather, sorry. And each secret gives you the next piece you need in the puzzle. So he wanted to step back and talk about a few things. In secret number five, we talked about the big domino, the one thing you must get them to believe to join the new opportunity. Here's the big domino statement he created in ClickFunnels. If I can... If I can make people believe that funnels are the key to online business success and are only attainable through click funnels, then all of their objections and concerns become irrelevant and they have to give me money. Now, obviously, he believes that's true, but why? What was the epiphany he had that made him believe, you know, that he, he, he words it like this. Now, obviously, I believe that that's true, but why? What was the epiphany I had that made that belief become truth for me? That story, that one that made you believe in your domino statement is what I call the origin story. So he talks about what the origin story is. And, uh, you know, he goes down through the questions again. Now, what is your backstory that gives you the vested interest in your journey? I was, this is his story. Now he goes down and he tells his story. If you've ever gone on uh, YouTube, you know, um, you can, you can hear his story over and over again. Russell tells, you know, a hundred stories in a sitting. Um, he constantly, he uses the stories to, to get his message across, but he was a broke college student trying to sell stuff online. Um, you know, and he was trying to uh, accomplish the scenario where he can get his wife would be able to stay home and quit her job. Uh, didn't have much money. Uh, his internal struggle was he makes you feel like less of a man when you can't support your family. Uh, what was the wall that he hit? Uh, he was making a couple bucks selling his potato gun. Uh, he had a potato gun info product that he was selling, but Google changed their algorithms and suddenly he wasn't making money no more. Uh, his epiphany that he had was a friend of his told him by adding an upsell, he could uh, make that site profitable again. And that was the epiphany he had. And what was the plan he created? Well, he uh, started creating sales funnels, you know, but they didn't stop there. You know, to put together those sales funnels, he needed a team of six to eight people, um, eight full-time employees, and it took six to eight weeks to put them together. They, those funnels back then cost 30 grand for him to make. So they started talking about making a software that made it real easy to build funnels, and that's where they came up with ClickFunnels. What was the transformation? After creating ClickFunnels, I was not able, I was not able to let my wife become a full-time mom after creating ClickFunnels I was not only oh he wasn't only able to let his wife quit a job and stay home and be a mom now I'm able to be with his kids and never miss any of the highlights of their lives now that, now that was now that you've read his potato gun epiphany origin story I want to reread his big domino statement so he goes back through his domino statement again if I can make people believe that funnels are the key to online business success and are only attainable through click funnels then all of their objections 
concerns become irrelevant and they have to give me money. If he did this right, then you should believe that you need a funnel to be successful online and that the only way to build one is using click funnels. If you believe that, then your resistance to buying becomes almost zero. Now that you understand story structure and you've created your first Epiphany Bridge story, in the next section we're going to go deeper into the false beliefs people have about your new opportunity. And then look at the stories we need to create to break those false belief patterns. That's the end end of Secret 8. That's the end of the Epiphany Bridge script. I suggest you get the book and go down through this and learn this over and over again. I'm going to reread this chapter right now. Um, This is something that I'm going to go back to over and over. I actually have a picture of the Epiphany Bridge script. But without knowing what exactly all those pieces are um, and what they mean, the picture of the script really doesn't do a whole lot of good. So get the book, learn exactly all those pieces, you know, um, the backstory, the desires, external struggles, internal struggles, the wall. The epiphany, the plan, the conflict, and the achievement, and the transformation. Thanks for spending your time with the Dean's List. I hope you got some value out of this. Um, you know, keep your ears and eyes peeled for the next one. The next one is going to be the uh, false beliefs, I think it is. That's what he said it was. Yeah, false belief patterns. That's, uh, that's the next one. False belief patterns. Patterns. Secret number nine. All right, y'all, enjoy your evening. Nobody else told you they love you. I love you. Peace.